Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. I just wanted to start the show by saying Happy New Year, everyone. 新年快乐 Much love to this new chapter of 2022 and the year of the tiger. We have a great episode for you today with my new friend Ryan, who is known around the Taiwanese and global community as Ryan Hevern or He Lion. 对啊，大家新年快乐，虎年行大运，虎虎生风。好，那今天我们请到的是来自旧金山湾区的 Ryan 和莱恩，来跟各位听众朋友们分享他们这个 Park Bus 的旅游服务和各种户外冒险经验。My guest today is American. Shout out to California, where we are both from. He works with an incredible team in Taiwan called Park Bus Taiwan. He is the inspiration behind Taiwan National Cleanup Day. An incredible outdoorsman, photographer, NFT creator, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my new friend Ryan. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Boom! What's up, dude? Doing well. You are quite the adventurous. I just love all the things you're doing in Taiwan. So, before we begin, can you give our audience a little self-introduction? Okay, my name is Ryan Hevern. I'm、uh, from California, the Bay Area. You? Yeah. And I originally left there like nine years ago now. Moved out to Borneo, Malaysia, because I felt like I needed to get outside my comfort zone. I was living the same life, doing the same things, and I felt like this isn't it. Like there's more.、Mm. I met a bunch of people through my old work from like Iraq and Liberia and Colombia, and they all inspired me to get out. And so I got out, went to Borneo.、Uh, eventually, became a jungle guide, living in the rainforest、uh, about two weeks out of every month, something like that, guiding people looking for like. Elephants and orangutans and hornbills, and that was all super epic, like amazing. Yeah, amazing. I did that for two years, but it was all under the table. So I got to travel around a lot on visa runs, see a lot of Southeast Asia, but eventually I needed stability. So I came to Taiwan to teach English, and that was, you know, it had its ups and downs, but it wasn't for me. And then eventually started a travel company myself. With a, with another guy here called Taiwan Adventure Outings that ran up until COVID pretty much, where we started Park Bus Taiwan and I've started Taiwan National Cleanup Day with some people as well. So a lot of、uh, hands and a lot of pots. Beautiful man, yeah, and all wonderful pots. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Borneo. That's、yeah. so cool. My my girlfriend just her favorite animals are orangutans, and there we、so、go. I'm gonna have to pick your brain for places to go. Yeah. When that's time, but I love what you're doing in Taiwan now. Shout out to our buddy Michael doing park、mm-hmm. bus with you. That's right, Mike McCreesh. Yeah, shout out to Mike. He's the heart and soul behind it. No doubt. You, I mean, you, you guys seem like a good fit. <laughs> you both seem like you got the heart and soul. So, park bus Taiwan cleanup day is that right? Taiwan National Cleanup National day. Cleanup、yeah. Day. That's、oh, man. I just love that you're doing that.、Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of beach cleanups and anything、mm-hmm. like that. So. Where should we start? I would love if we could start maybe a little bit with Park Bus, sure, and yeah, kind of the travel agency. Yeah, travel is it a travel agency? Uh, 
travel provider okay. kind of yeah agency like has this archaic yeah, definition in like, taiwan it's not really it hurt that. me to say it <laughs> yeah it's not really that it's like more of a hybrid which is more normal these days you know cool so i was thinking then yeah can we focus on park bus and you know what is park bus and what are you guys looking to provide for for people here in taiwan yeah so park bus is your ride to get outside hey <laughs> plugged it <laughs> Well, look, like a lot of us don't want. He's to drive. a marketing guy, clearly. <laughs> we don't want to drive, right? In Taiwan, in Taipei, especially mm. getting out of the city can be rough. Mm. Uh, you, a lot of travelers and Taiwanese just don't want to drive, and they still want to get to like more inaccessible areas of Taiwan. Like we know, Taiwan is beautifully lush, natural, so much adventure to be had. So we want to get people there, right? Mm. We provide A to B transportation to like national parks and national scenic areas to through hikes. Uh, so we're just trying to get city dwellers outdoors, you know? I love it, man. The, yeah. the, the slogan is so, so good. <laughs> Say it one more time for us. We are your ride to get outside. We are your ride to get outside. That's right. Park, bus. That's nice, right. man. It's, it's a great, great concept. And yeah, you know, getting people out of the city Mm -hmm. Taiwan is so beautiful mm -hmm. to get them on. It's, is it essentially like guided hikes and tours? So the best that? part is it's not guided. Oh, even better. So because, you know, I've done the guided hikes too. And that's great if you're going somewhere like Shuaisan or Yusan, mm -hmm. something like big. Uh, but these are trails, that, like parks with many trails. And so the, it's kind of you get there at a certain time. We tell everybody, get back to the bus by four or five or whatever it is. Uh, and that's it. You're out. You're free to roam. And I think a lot of people really enjoy that, honestly. Mm, yeah, I, 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 that speaks to my soul because yeah. I know I, I don't really want to be with a group a lot of those Not times. Always, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice, man. I, it's, it's beautiful what you guys are doing. And then, yeah. can you share a little bit about Taiwan National Cleanup Day? What's that about? Sure. Yeah. So with Taiwan Adventure Outings back uh, in 2016 when we started, we were doing monthly beach cleanups and forest cleanups and. We would choose like the same place almost every time, like Fulong, Waiao, Bai Shawan, mm. all in the north. Right. And but those events grew and grew and grew. And we're like, man, we should do something more all encompassing. Like not everybody in Taiwan can come to Fulong on Saturday. Mm -hmm. What if we get multiple locations around Taiwan cleaning the same day? Right. And so that was what we tried to do. The first year it was like four locations and it was still like why Al Fulong by Shawan. But then it grew to, to 10, I think, and then the 14, and then to 20. And then last year we had 16 because of COVID. So supposed to be in May. It got delayed, delayed, delayed until we just did it in October. We're like, we got to do it. Otherwise, the next the next year is almost up, you know. Yeah, so it's officially now in October. Yeah, we're gonna push for May. The next one's okay. gonna be in the May. Next one will be Hopefully. May. Yeah, all things go well, May. That's so cool. Yeah. And so, how many locations in Taiwan are participating in that? Uh, we have yet to plan all of that, but we're gonna shoot for over twenty. So the goal last year was eight thousand kg, and we got almost there. We got seven and a half tons, basically, of trash collected in one day. Bro. Yeah, 16 locations all around Taiwan cleaning the same day. Over a 1,000 volunteers. So next year, we're going to shoot for like 10,000 kg cleaned up, 2,000 volunteers, over 20 locations. It's, it's a beautiful, 
goal. And I, I love that yeah. you guys are doing that. And it's, it's, it's a weird feeling. I'm not sure. I'm conflicted because it's so cool to hit those big numbers, but also you, that re, you realize that that's how much trash needs to be picked up. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, yeah. do our part out there guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the most like saddening one is when you go to Sifan, the, mm-hmm. the sky lanterns, Skyline, yeah. you're cleaning them up cleaning them up you're like wow i got <laughs> i got like 10 garbage bags full of lanterns and they're just raining down <laughs> still what? you know i thought the communities did there was a program that cleaned that up you That's... can't get them all yeah there's like true you go up there and it looks like skittles in the trees you know oh my goodness it's just super littered yikes yeah well it's a great program that you guys are doing yeah. and it just goes really hand in hand with, I feel, the park bus activity. A lot of outdoor stuff, a lot of getting out and exploring, and mm-hmm. and getting to meet new people and try new things. It's and all about that. all about community, right? Yeah, man. Like the the beach cleanups and stuff started from a saying I like to say, like bring a community together together for a cause, and it's all about community. Like you can also take a bus to some parts outdoors, but we have a community of outdoor minded people. And so some people hike alone. A lot of people group up and make new friends and then they hit each other up on the next weekend. Like, hey, what are you doing? You know, it's it's a it sparks beautiful things, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> 节目一开始这边来宾提到，他九年前呢，因为想要给一成不变的生活做一些改变，就决定搬到马来西亚的波尔尼奥婆罗洲住，一待呢就是两年。好，那大家也知道，那里最特别就是当地的雨林生态和自然环境嘛，对不对？我们来宾当时呢，就是在那边的热带雨林里面当导游，当冒险导游，带大家寻找像是红毛猩猩啊。大象，还有像是南亚特有的犀鸟等各种热带野生动物。那在结束婆罗洲和东南亚的冒险生活之后呢，就来到我们台湾。一开始也是就是跟很多人一样，就从事英语教学的工作。但因为知道那个那样的生活不是他想要的，所以最后呢，就和同样热爱大自然的伙伴成立了一间叫做 Taiwan Adventure Outings 的这个户外冒险公司。那现在除了这间以外，也成立了 Park Best Time。好，让同样喜欢登山健行的朋友呢，搭一般直达车就可以轻松抵达平常大众运输难以到达的自然风景区，同时呢，也能够认识其他志同道合的山友们，大家一起欣赏台湾的美。这边刚刚提到的那些动物，大家都有听到他们的英文名称吗？如果没有的话，也没关系，现在马上跟你说，红毛猩猩一般讲 orangutan。那另外一个这个犀牛的犀犀鸟呢 ，hornbill 大多出现在南亚地区，跟它外形也像大嘴鸟 toucan， 不住在我们亚洲，而是在中南美地区哦。大家不要搞混了。好，那另外一个是刚才他们用到的片语 ，a lot of hands and a lot of pots。字面上意思是很像，就是在讲说很多锅子里面有很多只手，听起来好像怎么嗯，感觉有点怪怪的，但其实就是在表达参与了很多事情。好，因为像来宾说，他除了跟伙伴成立了两间户外旅游冒险公司以外，还创立了台湾国家清洁日，去净滩啊、打扫环境等等，整个就是包办了很多大小事，所以才说 a lot of hands in a lot of pots。好，另外一个跟这只这个片语很类似的，大家也可以顺便给它学起来。如果某人 has a finger in every pie， 在每个派里呢都伸一只手指插下去试吃，这样子的话，就是在表达每一件事情都要插手多管闲事这样子。OK， 
to have a finger in every pie. 接下来这部分，如果你刚好对进滩、对户外活动、登山、健行很有兴趣，但是又不想开车、不会开车或是搭车，但不想一直换车的话呢，哦，真的要好好听哦，因为他们 Park Bus Taiwan 就是专门提供去自然风景区的直达接驳车，直达哦 ，from A to B， 下车后就是不知道随你走，只要在发车前回来上车就好，无敌方便。如果你不只喜欢上山，也爱下海，或是不爱上山，但是最爱海边的话，也可以参加他们的 National Taiwan Cleanup Day 台湾清洁日。好、哦，他们全台总共有十几、二十个清洁店，通通都在同一天一起帮台湾做大扫除。上次他们说，光一天就总共捡了大概七千多公斤，七吨七吨多的这个垃圾。所以，如果刚好有个店离你不远的话，哎，今年五月真的可以考虑参加看看哦，尤其是台北市分放天灯圣地啊，真的很多，哎，很多天灯放完掉下来就卡在树上，很需要大家的帮忙去给它清理掉。虽然说像这样讲，就是政府好像有方案计划去专门处理这些掉下来的天灯，但因为有太多，没有真的。全部可以清干净，所以各位听众朋友们，有时间的话呢，就跟他们一起去帮我们台湾大扫除一下吧。好啦，那这段内容就先在这里告一段落，我们赶快继续听下半段的分享。And it sparks a nice transition there into what you're up to in the world of photography and NFTs. Yeah. Brand、yeah. new, crazy, wild, wild west. Wild, wild west, <laughs> and you know I'm a big fan of the NFTs and anything crypto related. But、mm -hmm. yeah, you were taking photos throughout all your travels, really,、mm -hmm. kind of、yeah. just as a as a passion project, right? Yeah. I, so it goes back to Borneo days. I was surrounded by like Nat Geo photographers, legitimate yeah, Nat Geo photographers. I didn't have a camera then. I was just in awe, you know, because they're capturing all these things I'm seeing in person, but they're capturing it. I'm like. Damn, that looks so much better. You know, I didn't get a camera until I got to Taiwan, and it started with wanting to promote Tao Taiwan Adventure Outings、mm -hmm. because it's not like I wanted to pay other people. I've always been like kind of artsy, you know, like I always enjoyed painting, drawing, growing up, all that ceramics, whatever. I was a big art student instead of like、mm -hmm. math and science. <laughs> the creatives, bro, it's、yeah. necessary. And I just started falling in love with photography, and like my whole journey, like as a professional, has been to promote Taiwan as this like adventure paradise and kind of create the sustainable tourism model for Taiwan. I felt like my photography could have a a hand in that, in terms of promoting Taiwan,、uh, adventurous sides, wildlife, cultural sides. Like there's so much that I love about Taiwan, and so I just find myself shooting everything, you know, just going after it. Yeah, yeah, man, and it's that's so pure. I I feel the good energy that you're you're putting out,、yeah. and it's cool because now this has led you to explore NFTs and、mm -hmm. trying to put out your photography kind of as an NFT, but also as a way to give back to certain wildlife foundations.、Right. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So、uh, NFTs provide this really unique opportunity for creatives to take over or take I won't I don't want to say take over take back control of. Their process and their art, and we're now able to do what we want with it, and we have more avenues to do what we want with it with NFTs. So one of my collections is wildlife around Taipei, Taiwan at night.、Uh, I take people on night hikes looking for snakes and frogs and flying squirrels, these kind of things, and they're literally in Taipei, like five minute walk from the MRT. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's very cool, man. Yeah. yeah. 
And this collection is uh, the idea of it. It's called The Night is Alive. The idea is that it's an ever-growing fund for wildlife conservation. So each purchase, initial and future, forever, will donate 10% to the Society for Wildlife and Nature. So that's the idea behind it. That's uh, one collection I have. I have a couple others. But that one, you know, I I try to pump that one the hardest because I really... Uh, it means more to me because mm. it's giving back. And I feel like with NFTs, photographies, photography NFTs, we have a chance to really give back in a in an easier way. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great model for that kind of reoccurring royalty. Mm. If anyone mm-hmm. sells your photography on the secondhand market, that's right. The wildlife fund keeps getting it more just gets and more. bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. It's very cool. Yeah. So shout out to all that. Where can people find that? On, on... That's on OpenSea, which is a big marketplace for NFTs. One of the biggest, probably yeah. the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out OpenSea. We got, yeah. some, we got some of the crew there. Awesome, <laughs> Ryan. Well, with all of that, what are you thinking about focusing on maybe in 2022 and beyond? Focusing on building Park Bus to what it can be. Uh, focusing on expanding out because currently we do Taipei mm-hmm. only departures. And so hopefully Taoyuan, Kaohsiung, Taichung, Tainan, you know, West Coast departures. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. We won't get all of those in 2022, but that's to get a few of them is the goal. For myself personally, just keep promoting Taiwan the best I can. Uh, keep trying to grow as a person and artist and do the best I can by myself too, you know? Yeah, man. It's, uh, you're, you're on the right track. It feels like, and it makes me so curious also about how you found yourself in this position now where you're pretty fluent, I'd say in Mandarin, comfortable, (laughs) comfortable. I wouldn't go that far. Comfortable. Comfortable. (laughs) Kind of comfortable. (laughs) Kind of comfortable. Pushing yourself out of your comfort levels. Yes. Out of your comfort zone with Mandarin now, because you are, you're doing work in it. You're yeah. trying to take, you know, different Taiwanese on, on the yeah. park bus stuff. Yeah. So can you take us a little bit through your journey with Mandarin? When yeah. did that begin? Well, it didn't begin my first year here. That's for sure. Uh, it didn't begin until like Guilty. two years in Taiwan where I finally was like, okay, I think I might be here a while. <laughs> I should. <laughs> it's real easy to fall in love with life in Taiwan, you know? For sure. And uh, I started taking classes i went first to shida and i didn't quite like it honestly like it, it, the dynamic the teacher was often yelling at us and it didn't feel so good you know what yeah not so great very sustainable there yeah, yeah, like we're paying for this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but i did go from like zero to 60 you know in like three months i felt like i improved quite a bit mm-hmm. but i was burned out and so i i took a long break and then I went back to a private tutor. But during that break, I was learning more from guiding people in the mountains. I would go to this one homestay in Taroko Gorge. Uh, it's like my favorite place in Taiwan. They only speak Mandarin and uh, Taiya and like their local language. And so I had to speak Mandarin. What's Taiya? I've never heard of that. Well, it's like one of the indigenous oh, languages. Wow. I don't know. I don't know anything in it. Whoa. I was about <laughs> I to say, you I, drop something in it? I just know I don't understand it. <laughs> nice. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, and so uh, I at first I would kind of have to like fake it a little bit. Like I could catch some things they were saying, but like my clients I would have to just relay. And I knew, I know a bit about the history of the area and their and their tribe. So I could kind of fill in gaps at the beginning. 
but then I started picking up more and more because I was going there so much. And uh, I learned quite a bit being in like Hualien in general because all my Taiwanese friends in Hualien refused to speak English to me. And I'd be there all the time. So it helped a lot so much yeah man it was that's so cool where in taroko is that homestay do you remember like... it's up in the mountains yeah uh it's datong datong, datong village okay. and so that is it's one it's the the former chief's house uh so it like overlooks datong and it's called dadao Dija. and it's run now by the son and daughter-in-law wow yeah. so so cool and so just really that that language experience then is just you being in the environment yeah, yeah and my and, wife is taiwanese she helps me a lot nice is she here in taiwan now with you as well yeah 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 okay. we met in taiwan we met at a beach cleanup yo no way uh, yeah, ah yeah. community yeah community <laughs> baby <laughs> that's so cool man and i love that yeah you were saying your friends in hualien were just like no english today. no english and they'll be real quick to tell me when my chinese is bad <laughs> they'll be real <laughs> quick to tell me but that's fun and playful you know they're not yelling yeah, at you right like yeah. this is not a teacher <laughs> yeah exactly and you can't take yourself too seriously with language Facts. i think you know you got to just go with it like it's okay to mess up i mess up all the time do you remember any fun mess up stories oh there's too many man too many. i don't know i don't know any particular one but i mess up a lot <laughs> yeah same today actually i messed up ordering food something i do all the time and i, I it was just like, what am I saying, John? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes even just ordering coffee, and you're like, I say this all like every day, multiple yeah. times a day. Yeah. How do I mess this up? How you am know? I? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just you just like brain fart. You're like, uh. For sure, for yeah. sure. Awesome, brother. Well, thinking about Park Bus then as well, are you having a lot of Taiwanese and foreigners come on those tours? Yeah, it's a really great mix, and actually, our aim is to have more Taiwanese eventually because. Business-wise, it's not sustainable to only cater to for uh, yeah foreigners in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So there's a great mix, and we find a lot of people like mixed together when they go hiking. Right, they'll just meet up, and they, it almost turns into this outdoor language exchange yeah, of a way. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you go and people will chat because you know a lot of Taiwanese people I think are curious about foreigners and how they grew up and live, and we're curious about cultural things here and uh, how they grow up and all mm -hmm. this stuff so it's it's a great way to communicate and get to know each other and and practice your language abilities yeah, it's man. fun it's fun very very cool yeah awesome ryan well a question i'd love to end with here on ng Ingwen is if you could go back and talk to a younger ryan mm. would there be any advice you give yourself about life uh, travel adventure? you know it's it's so hard to think because i've been on such a journey and i didn't go the traditional journey mm. of like straight to university and all that stuff. Like I, I went to university, but it took some time. And I, I would just say, keep going, just believe in yourself and keep, keep grinding. And, uh, I don't know, be open-minded to everything. Like, don't, don't worry about other people's, um, how do you say perception, perception of you or like other people's, like their path they want to put you on, mm. you know, like forge your own path, do your own thing. Forge your own path. Do your own thing. Nice. Spoken like a true outdoorsman. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice, brother. Well, where can people find some of your art collections? Where can they yeah. find Park Bus or more about your life online? Sure. So on social media, parkbus.taiwan. My personal stuff, down to explore on Instagram and Twitter. And then you'll find all my NFT stuff like 
under Down to Explore as well. Nice. Down to Explore. Yeah. I love it. Great name. Great name. Yeah. Awesome, Ryan. All right, brother. Well, thanks for making some time tonight. Thank you for having me. No doubt. No doubt. We'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Thanks All a lot, right. John. 下半段一开始这里啊，来宾提到他说，除了热爱大自然以外，他其实在办刚刚提到的各种户外活动同时，也是带着相机，不断在捕捉我们台湾山峦、树林之间各式各样的面貌啊。因为他其实骨子里就是艺术魂啦，然后本身也是一直对艺术很有兴趣，作画啦、做陶瓷什么他都 OK。本来一开始可能大脑在摄影这一块没有被开发，也没有相机，但自从之前在马来西亚婆罗洲担任雨林导游之后呢，就被雨林里面环绕在周围的国家地理御用摄影师捕捉野生动物的画面深深影响，觉得这相机照下来的画面也太美了吧，比实际看到还要美，所以最后自己也踏上摄影这条路，用相机呢展现台湾各个角落的美。希望可以帮助台湾打响户外冒险天堂的名号。那因为大家也知道，最近真的 NFT 区块链这类的话题越来越火红。前两周我们也连续请到两位在这个领域的达人来跟各位做分享，好对不对？那今天我们来了呢，也不例外哦。刚刚不是有讲到他在台湾各地拍摄的自然美景吗？尤其是像他去夜拍的什么蛇啊、青蛙这类的野生动物系列作品，大家其实是可以用 NFT 的形式购买的。而且他还会把部分金额捐出来做回馈，整个就是很有心。如果你刚刚有兴趣的话呢，可以上 OpenSea 去看看他的作品哦。这边提到的国家地理，它的英文名称是 National Geographic， 好像国家地理频道 National Geographic Channel， 好国家地理杂志 National Geographic Magazine。我想来宾说的 Nagio 也可以，就是简化版的说法这样子。那 legitimate 在这边有合法的、正统的意思。如果比较口语一点的话，也可以把这个字简化变成 legit。好，非常到底也是非常口语的用法。只是有时候因为情境的不同，会变成是带有很酷或者是事情实不实在的意涵。接着他们谈到一个很有趣的部分，是他的中文学习历程。本来没有学，但是后来发现，哎，好像也来两年了哈，好像来台湾两年了，也是好像会继续住下来，应该要来学一下中文，所以就上了师大中文班，也上家教课。但最后发现，最好的学习方式不是上课，反而是实际在带登山团或是在东部花莲跟台湾人聊天的时候，最有收获，也学的最好。因为他们会明白的，就直接跟你表明，他们只会讲中文，就变成好像是只能强迫自己认真听、认真讲。或者是相反的，如果想要练习英文的话，也可以参加他们的登山践行活动。因为除了我们台湾当地人参加以外，也有不少外国人，所以同行的伙伴呢，彼此认识一下，互相交流。你学中文，我学英文，这样子瞬间就变成一个有运动、有吸收分多金，也有语言交换的体验。说不定还会像来宾一样，在某场活动中就遇到你命中注定的另一半，也说不定哦。最后，来宾讲到这一句，真的要来跟各位介绍一下。他说 ：“Forge your own path and do your own thing。”好，就是说不要在意别人的眼光，要相信自己可以走出一条属于自己的路。Forge 这个动词在这里有炼造、努力生产、制造的意思。所以 ，forge your own path 就是努力打造出属于自己的一个人生。好，但如果在其他情境下呢，也可以用来表达伪造哦，伪造文书。所以用的时候或是遇到的时候，要稍微注意一下前后文的意思。
好了，那希望大家都有从这一次的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，改天可以去参加他们的进摊呐、啊，或是上 Park Bus 参加一些活动哦。Bye everyone. Bye bye. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen. Or you can search on IG NG English I C R T, and don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。